Welcome to the new episode of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. This week, we're going to ask whatever the hell happened to the band Perry. Not a week goes by when I don't stop, and this is no exaggeration, and ponder about what the band Perry are up to. You know, not personally, I don't like to think of them visiting the bathroom or, you know, what they're buying in the supermarket or stuff. It's not that stalkerish. I mean, musically. Um, I love their two albums. It sort of depresses me to think that their debut album came out in 2010. It didn't seem that long ago. And uh, the lead single, If I Die Young, went six times platinum. And in fact, the debut album that it was on um, outsold Luke Bryan's first two records combined. It was that big. But for me, it was a sophomore follow-up, Pioneer, released in April 2013, which still feels like a long way away, uh, that really hit home for me. I would rate Pioneer as one of the top ten country records of all time. Country music is a genre not really known for producing outstanding albums in their entirety. It's more about outstanding songs and some good songs and then a bit of filler on albums. But for me, Pioneer is a gem of a quality album uh, all the way through. From the beginning sass of Better Dig 2 and Done through to the angry hurt of Chainsaw and the closing tearjerkers of Back To Me Without You and End Of Time. You know, there's no filler on this album, and each song is delivered with a zeal and a passion that made what happened to them next all the more surprising. Um, In August 2015, the band Perry released the first single, Live Forever, which was to be from their third album, Heart Plus Beat. Lady Antebellum fans, take note. And it was a twist in their sound towards the pop market, produced by Lady Gaga's producer. And yeah, it had a catchy chorus, but for me at the time, back in 2015, it seemed a little too poppy, despite being driven by Kimberly's always distinctive vocals. Uh, and then the record label, Big Machine, pulled the song from the radio and the internet, and when it re-emerged, it was under the band's ownership and not Big Machine's, because they split When you listen back now to Live Forever, it doesn't sound as poppy in 2018 as it did in 2015. 2015 was a year that was characterised by uh, the height of the bro country movement. Um, And I suspect that a lot's happened in country music in just those three short years, which has sort of widened our acceptance a little bit. Um, I'm not suggesting the band Perry were ahead of their time. Maybe it goes to show just how poppified the mainstream FM country market has become in the three short years since. Because to me, it sounds better when I've just listened to it now, today, than it did back then. But for Neil and Kimberly and Reed Perry, it was definitely the beginning of the end of their current careers. The fact that they were already on Big Machine was puzzling. Um... The label is the most famous on Music Row for encouraging country artists to break into pop music. You know, copy their successful Taylor Swift model. So it's a head-scratcher why they fell out. It leads me to believe that the band Perry stuff on Heart Plus Beat was so poppy that even Big Machine balked at it. I don't know. You know, Big Machine are currently doing a Taylor Swift with Thomas Rhett, trying to market him. Um, into a wider demographic, and possibly even Danielle Bradbury as well. You know, they are an innovative and progressive label. Um, 
and they know what they're doing. But they split with Band Perry before Heartless Beat could be brought to market. So something must have been amiss. And the band promptly disappeared. And it wasn't until early 2017 when they appeared again sporting black leather, uh, black bangs, black dyed hair and a truly pop look inspired by Lady Gaga with new songs Stay in the Dark uh, from a pop album which was going to be called My Bad Imagination. My Bad Imagination. Uh, it, there's YouTube footage out there appearing on James Corden's late night show in red and black leather and a very gothicy Twilight-esque look uh, that Kimberly even told Corden was always how they felt on the inside, which to me was a bit of a kick in the teeth for their legions of loyal country followers. It was almost them saying, well, we didn't really want to make that country music. We were always like this, sort of a, a poppier, cheap version of My Chemical Romance or something. And here we are, what, three quarters of the way through 2018? And despite being signed with Mercury Nashville, my bad imagination has still yet to be seen anywhere on the shelves uh, 18 months after Kimberly announced it was coming out. Kimberly herself has also been going through some personal trials and tribulations as she's divorced her husband of four years this year, so I'm wondering whether the band has been sidelined. For those reasons as well, maybe her heart's not in it right now as she struggles with some personal things. Um, they seem to have lost sight of what made them great in the first place to me. Unless what made them great was always predicated on nothing more than falsity. Um, particularly if they felt that they always wanted to be a pop band. And they just tolerated uh, the country scene as a stepping stone. But it's now been five years since Pioneer was released. And in those five years, the country industry has changed beyond all recognition. And pop, hip-hop, R&B influences are all over the place in country FM radio right now. If they'd have maybe stuck with country music as it went global, they might well have found some freedom and the creativity that they needed to keep themselves refreshed, satisfy their own creative impulses. And maybe they would have pleased their legions of fans at the same time, but they didn't. They they chased, they chased a, a sound that n no one wanted from them, apparently. And they jumped early. And as the Dixie Chicks have found to their cost, the industry, rightly or wrongly, <coughs> wrongly, uh, has a long memory, and it, it's not particularly amenable when it comes to forgiving the transgressions of its artists and its members. What is certainly true is that gathering dust on the shelves of two different record companies are two albums from Ban Perry, Heartless Beat and My Bad Imagination, which are never likely now to see the light of day. Uh, it was Lady Bracknell in Oscar Wilde's The Importance of Being Earnest who said, when referring to the loss of a parent, to lose one may be regarded as misfortune, but to lose both looks like carelessness. The band Perry's website, which hasn't been updated in over a year now, which is also careless, is, is full of pleading messages from fans wanting an update, but it just looks like they can't be bothered. They've taken a great talent and squandered it. They've taken a loyal fan base and squandered it. They're seemingly tossed both away with the hubris of youth. It's, it's to me, one of the biggest music tragedies of modern times. How such talented, effervescent, energetic young people have seemingly shot themselves in the foot.
they're still listed on Mercury Nashville's website as being a going concern, alongside a picture that shows them in no leather or black hair dye or has no navels on display. That's a good sign, but I don't know whether it's an old picture or whether it's them facing up to reality. And should they have to face up to reality? If country music isn't really in their hearts, if it's not what they want to do, if they don't want to be these people, they should just go off and be independent artists. You know, do what independents do. Uh, and make their way. I'm sure the two albums that they released have made them enough money. I mean, they haven't worked for five years. Um, you know, and I don't hear stories of them serving at the local Mackey or Walmart or something. So, that you know, they must have some cash in the bank. Just strike off. Chase the muse. Be yourselves. But do something. This band is too good not to be in the music industry. And maybe, you know, a rip-roaring, rabble-rousing new song and a healthy dose of contrition might be enough to bring them back into the country bosom. Who knows? One thing's for sure, only time will tell. And it's all in their own hands. Thank you for listening today to 10 Minute Country. Um, I've been James Dakin, and I'll be James Dakin next time.